and welcome to the podcast. The name of the podcast is My Sister Likes Terrible Movies. My name is Mary. My sister's name is Bridget. Hi, Bridget. (laughs) 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 What is your preference? We've been spending 20 minutes trying to start this podcast. Right. No, okay. This Look, week, I set you up and you tight, you cute, you. <laughs> I teed you up and you hit the cube. I like when you say everything and then I just go, hi. Yeah, I know, I know. But, you know, I want you to, you know, engage a little bit more. Okay. Okay, okay so. Okay, right. Hi, um, Bridget, what movie? <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> I. <laughs> know that right anyway this week is the documentary themed week yay wow realness yeah for real as yo confronting the face of reality this holding is, a mirror yeah up to life and seeing life Reflect this that. is onto your face <laughs> this is gritty gritty reels i love documentaries mary mm-hmm. knows this yeah yeah i don't like reading fiction i like reading factual books if i read at all and i love watching factual movies factual tv shows just love it all love the facts but i have watched like i don't mean to toot my own trumpet but is that a phrase a horn i think <laughs> but i don't know why to my own trumpet maybe like tooting your trumpet means like farting i don't mean to toot at all but <laughs> What I'm, I just want to say is that I have watched some of the best documentaries in the world. Like, I, it's one of the only types of cinema that I will be a bit snobby about, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just really appreciate it as, anyway, film form. But anyway, this is my guilty pleasure documentary. Wow. This week, Mary, we are watching Justin Bieber, semicolon, Never Say Never. <sighs> now, this is without a doubt one of the best documentaries I have ever seen you just said it was your guilty pleasure does that not like does, can I not say it's good then no not really so uh, okay when, you know what never mind you're gonna say it anyway when I went so I went to see it in 2011 in the cinema in 3D <laughs> um I cried five times with like no joke Five separate times. Mm-hmm. Real tears. Mm-hmm. Raw emotion. I was just overwhelmed mm-hmm. with the belieberness of it all. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so excited for you to experience just this. Oh, it is just amazing. And like, I, I will like also disclaimer, I'm not the biggest believer in the world. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't know. You know, I you know I like some of his music, but you know I don't like. I'm not obsessed. Sure. I'm, I'm, I don't follow. I am a believer. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. You know. But you're like you're like a kind of like an Easter, Christmas. Yeah, I'm like a casual. Yeah, yeah, casual yeah. believer. Like I follow him. I'll support him until I die. But like yeah. you know, I'm not like really bothered. Sure, sure. You know, sure. I'm not going to tattoo yet or anything no, like that. You know, no, I'm not no, like. No. I'm, do I don't yet? think I've ever tweeted him. 
Wow. Yeah. And I think it's quite interesting, actually. Just remember this stage uh, was a kind of one of a, a sort of great example of the what is uh, of the signified sort of eclipsing the signifier. Justin Bieber as a term for meaning bubblegum boy band uh, directed at a young female tween audience music totally eclipsed the man behind that music or the boy at that stage behind the music people there was a great article written about how Justin Bieber was the name that people turned to for things they didn't like you know loads of comments on YouTube were just like get me away from this Justin Bieber crap you know there was, he found an article saying I'm just trying to escape Justin Bieber bubblegum crap on a video of someone chopping wood in Alaska Justin Bieber became an antithesis of what people deemed as a high culture or even moderately like decent culture the epitome of uh, a lack of taste and of giving yourself up to a kind of to to capitalism to the kind of the pop machine in a lot of ways Bridget's asleep up oh, there we go yep yeah, yeah. in a lot of ways Justin Bieber at this stage was m- what minions are I'm referring of course to the small yellow things from Despicable Me 1 and 2 you know he was ubiquitous a lot of people really didn't like him. A lot of people were completely obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. And he was at that weird sweet spot in our culture. So I'm actually interested to see whether we get to see a human being or whether we get to see the machine. Well, what I was going to say, too, is, you know, a lot has changed between 2011 and 2015. We've all grown up. I know I have. JB's 21 and posting naked pics of himself. Oh, He's got a Calvin Klein advert campaign that will make you feel things i've already seen the saturday night live parody of it i'm immune through the power of satire but i I don't i don't i don't care if you make fun of the advert the photos are beautiful anyway all i'm saying is he's he's a grown man now he's a grown man but anyway but what i was gonna say is forget what you know about justin bieber egging people's houses or being pulled over for DUIs or, you know, the kind of brat pack Justin Bieber we know now. Sure. And be willing. Like, just be ready for not the real... Like, not Justin Bieber now. And not really Justin Bieber then, but what his management wants you to think he is. (laughs) And it is such a thing of beauty. What management... What his team wanted to put forward is... It's just... Oh, Bridget, it's perfect. Your wholehearted admiration for marketing and capitalism is something that Bridget just kissed your fingers there. It's something I find actually admirable. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to. Uh, do I find it admirable? Uh, you said it. I did say it. Um, but I'm Thank actually you. intrigued that you would prefer. What his management wants you to think. That you would actually admire that that direction the movie chooses to take more than seeing what Justin Bieber's really liked like in that moment as a teenager. It's not that it's like so obvious that they're, you know, it's not put forward like, ah, here's what we want you to think of Justin Bieber. You just know in the end like that is the truth. But it comes across as a very real representation of him and mm-hmm. you kind of, like you feel like you get to know him but definitely it's not like, 
ah, Justin Bieber, he said this in a statement, like, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just, well, 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 I guess, I guess we'll see what kind of, yeah, yeah. I just was looking up some things before we started watching this and I couldn't get over the, um, IMDb rating. It got a 1.6 out of 10. That is the lowest rating I've ever seen on IMDb. And this is a hundred million times better than Mean Girls 2. Like, it's just <laughs> so much better than Mean Girls 2. And then I got really hyped up because I was like, all these cast members, like Miley Cyrus appears as herself, Boys to Men appear as themselves. I was like, oh my God, all these people, because I love when people appear as themselves in movies. And yeah. then I was like, it's a documentary bridge. <laughs> ah. The final piece of the puzzle just came uh, together. No one's playing anybody. Um, um, but what I was going to say is the budget. I was trying to work it out. The budget is what they spent on the movie, right? Yes. And the gross is what they made? Yes. So the budget was $13 million. Yes. I think that's a lot for a documentary. Uh, yeah, I guess. Tell us the gross budget. $97 million worldwide. $97 million. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. But I'm not surprised by that rating, actually. The 1.6? The 1.6, because this was the time whenever there was intense Justin Bieber hate. Same with this particularly intense kind of minion hate at the minute. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? Because uh, he was a, a target. And it wasn't so much him, but what he yeah. represented. The minion's currently sitting on 6.8 out of 10, though. Six point. Well, <laughs> maybe they just made a better movie. <laughs> Sucks to be them. We'll have to see. We'll see who ages worst. Right. Okay. Bridget, one more to describe how you're feeling. Rational. Rational. I'm feeling rational. (laughs) So much more convincing whenever you yell it like that. How are you feeling? Sad. Sad. Would you be sad? Why are you feeling sad? Because... Justin Bieber was just a wee boy who happened to be able to sing, who was like, had a particular type of face that certain people responded to positively. And so he became munched up in jaws of capitalism. Capitalism. Scooter Braun's machine. Scooter Braun's, who I, a man who I do not look forward to getting to know over the next (laughs) one and a half hours. Um, and, uh, you know, and this turned into the deeply strange, twisted young man we have to look at today. Uh, you know, like, it, it's just... It's interesting to see this now and know that they put it out as present day, just when we were then, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> my tenses. And now, knowing what he's like and yeah. how he presents himself on social media, where he couldn't do that then because he was too little. He's too little. Right, okay. Time to watch it. Yay! Woohoo! And pepperoni. And thank yeah. you to Hawaiian people, people for making, for making pizza. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. No, thank you that we have great friends. We're able to hang out together and uh, have a good time. All right. So, what did you think about that, Mary? Um, My honest like opinion, film as, as a whole, just... Your initial reaction. <sighs> you know what? You always say, ignore everything about the film. Yeah. You know, leave all your preconceptions, mm-hmm. leave all mm-hmm. your value judgments, yeah. leave all your ethics, yeah, leave them with don't your compare coat and your shoes at the door. Don't compare it with anything other. Let the film just be what it is. And what it is, is 
A very kind of saccharine story of someone coming to fame at a very early age and at the minute in time that the film captures it, that is kind of the moment of being 16, having a a great time with it. Yeah. Um, What I find interesting is that I didn't... I kind of expected to see a little young innocent being snapped up by a sort of avaricious producer. Instead, what I saw was someone who was very clearly intent on being famous and or like being a musician. Yeah, like using his talent. As being as widely known as he could possibly become uh, from a very early age. Yeah. You know, Justin Bieber kind of wanted to be Justin Bieber. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because it's not quite the sort of story I'd expected. Um, Ooh. And uh, it just, I mean... You have to hear a lot of Justin Bieber music when you watch the film. That's not that much fun. Mary can vouch. I basically sang along with everything. Yeah, it was grim. Um, <laughs> interesting to know that Justin can play the drums. Yeah, isn't that cool? And very well. And like, the, they have a lot of video clips and film in the movie from when he was growing up and him as a young child. And every time there's a he does anything as a 16-year-old, it's always followed by a clip of him looking cute or like him doing something similar as a three-year-old mm-hmm. and it's just like oh it just if you didn't think he was cute at the start of the film you must think he's cute at the end of the film like it's just reinforcing like look at this cute 16 year old but look how cute he was like yeah, yeah. it's just very like look at these eyes look at look at justin bieber's eyes looking at justin bieber's but, um, eyes demon headmaster style in yeah. some of yeah. the like the clips of him as like a four or five year old like he's playing the drums and he got like bongo, bongo drums for like his third birthday or something like or Christmas or something and you can tell like he's got rhythm and he's good at it and he didn't and like they mentioned Disney like he didn't do the Disney thing like mm-hmm. you know you don't get auto-tune from like day one like no, he kind no. of he definitely grafted a bit like he didn't graft you know like a co-worker. Yeah, he didn't graft the whole way He wasn't way going up. to mine. Like, he wasn't, it, it all happened in a couple of years, for sure. But he definitely tried it on his own before, yeah, before. the machine got him. Um, and you know, I, he leapt willingly into that machine. Mm-hmm. Das machine. I always love the story that um, Scooter Braun is his um, manager, like, slash champion. Yeah. And um, he, like, saw videos of Justin and, like, you know was like, I want to meet this kid, I want to find him. And he was, like, doing all these creepy things, like, contacting the school to mm-hmm. get his number and, like, contacting Justin Bieber's great aunt to get to talk to Justin Bieber. And I love the story. His mom, like, who is, like, obviously the mother of a multi-millionaire now, like, mm-hmm. is... Billionaire. Yeah, probably. billionaire. Um, but his mom went to, like, a payphone to, like, call Scooter Braun back to be like, leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> You Stop creepy con- man! Stop trying to contact my son. <laughs> um, kind of interesting. You hear a lot from Scooter Braun. You hear a lot from his mom. You hear a lot from the grandparents, stage management, vocal coaches. You hear maybe two or three bits from Justin himself directly. To the camera. To the camera. Yeah. I, of- I hadn't noticed that. And when you said that, I was like, God, you're right kind of thing. But Yeah, and I think it's because it is... The thing of them trying to produce a image because really whenever you look at the footage they have of Justin Bieber it's a really cocky 16 year old mm-hmm. who is quite in love 
with himself and what he's doing as well he should be you know mm-hmm. he's doing very well but um someone who is deeply emotionally immature you know uh and quite like kind of ADD a lot just mm-hmm. Constantly trying to bounce around and touch things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the film that they show. Yeah. And I think uh, because what the world that they're showing this, like, child in is so intense. All these, like, hundreds of thousands upon thousands of screaming girls and women. uh, Because the world, they're trying to, like, get him to touch him, to smell him, to look at him. Um, because the world that they're showing him existing in is so intense, I don't think they could actually show you what he's like, because then everyone would freak out, because they'd be like, this is just a child, Mm. and what's happening to him is so completely insane. And, you know, the thing is, because he's, like, uh, the news cycle's kind of passed on from, like, Bieber fever and all that sort of stuff, but, or Bieber mania or whatever, Bieber fever? Bieber fever, yeah. Bieber fever, um, whatever the buzzword was, uh, you kind of forget how, like, inescapable he was for a bit like people were like it was a big talking point I obsessed with yeah, him. Was Justin yeah. Bieber and he was like constantly a punchline or he was like constantly yeah. a kind of like topical reference buzzword thing yeah. you know everyone knew who he was and uh, whenever you go to like an hour and 45 minute um, long movie about this young child and you get a lot of footage of a very cute, big-eyed little child who can play the drums disturbingly well from a young age. And then you have this kind of glassy-eyed 16-year-old who keeps jumping on off a Segway because he's too freaking excited to get on stage. Uh, and you kind of go, I-, I don't really know what's actually going on inside that person. But I guess at 16, you know, is anyone's personality truly formed? I have been pushed by this movie into a state of kind of um, yogic apathy I'm going to call it I'm pondering mm-hmm. but I can't be bothered to come to a conclusion yeah you know I mean the parts in the movie that warranted the biggest response out of you were the clips of the children and the girls his fans talking about him mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they'd be like I just love him I love him so much like Amiri would be like grimacing and then like they'd be like and there's like a clip where this girl's like I am going to marry him. I am going to marry Justin Bieber. And Mary was like, oh my God. Like, but I just like enjoy the kind of, you get to see the mania of mm. the fans, which yeah. I find just like, I just find it funny. Like, I would just sure. always laugh at these little like eight year olds being like, <laughs> I love him. We are going to get married one day. Yeah. And it's just. How many relationships be. No, uh, marriages, weddings, uh, how many marriages? Uh, how many times do you think people will get married, Bridget? I'd say a couple. I think you'll have like one or two mistakes and mm. then find, let's be honest, he's going to get married for like one or two mistakes. And, and then, then you. No, and then <laughs> Selena Gomez. I was always, I had so much time for Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. They were like, <gasps> my OTP of all time. Mm. Like forever. The thing is, if let's say Justin Bieber gets married mm, upwards of three times, uh-huh. between three and five, yeah, right, which is p- possible. Uh, what's the likelihood of one of those times being one of those girls? 
Okay, so Justin Bieber has 65.3 million followers on Twitter, which we're taking as a rough sort of count of his uh, fan base. Sure. So we're saying he's going to get married at between three and five times, one of those times being to Selena Gomez. So yeah, the final time. The final time. Okay, so we're talking four chances, four... Split four chances split between sixty five point three million it's like people. One in one over five, fifteen million. One over fifteen million. Yeah, one out of fifteen million. One in fifteen million. One fifteen million chance. Chance. Yeah. Hey, you know what? A one in fifteen million chance is better than a one in. I'll note. take it. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. If I can't be Kim and Kanye West's child, I will be. <laughs> I will be Justin Bieber's <laughs> wife. I will take that burden, okay? If I can't have my number one option, I'll ha- I'll take number two, okay? <laughs> um, what is the likelihood that I will ever be Kim and Kanye's child? Bridget, I'm afraid. I, I think I think your chances are slim, slim to nil, Flan. I'm Don't sorry. tell me that, uh. Bridget West. Mm, no, they could change my name. To what? I I don't know. I believe in their ministry. Mm, southeast. No, they're not going for another. They're yeah, not going for a compass. No, oh. no, the boys. Wild, wild. The boys. Ah, you've said that before. It's I, not fun. I, I, it's not funny. I find it funny. No, I think they're going to go for something. Wow, wow. They're, <laughs> they're going to go for like something original, like Bridget. No, like they're going to invent their own name. I can tell. Kanye's like designing his child, or it'd be like something weird, like both their names backwards. Yeah, I was what? thinking about their names backwards. Mick Iyanak. West. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a ring to it. <laughs> Mick Iyanak West. Um, but yeah, so what did you think, Mary? Do you think, honestly, do you think it deserved a 1.6? A 1.6 on IMDb. <gasps> 1.6. I... I don't know, Flan, because I've never... I've rarely watched something and felt that it was less aimed at me. I was so irrelevant to what that movie was trying to do. You know? That movie was, for the fans, for the fans, it's for the fans. Yeah. It was selling Justin Bieber to an audience that just wanted to buy Justin, more Justin Bieber, which is fine. Mm. You know what? Actually, yeah, you're right. It doesn't deserve a 1.6. Thank you! It did what it was trying to do. It sold Justin Bieber to and people the- who already wanted to buy... Justin yeah, and there's like the quality of the camera ship is good, and like it keeps you interested vaguely. You know, I mean, the uh, you know you were like, oh, like, I was like, oh, yeah, drums, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Vaguely interested, like pulse leapt in life all the time. It follows a narrative that's got this whole countdown to their gig in Madison, Madison Square Gardens. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, like. I've seen a lot of music documentaries, and it is not the worst one I've ever seen. What's the worst one you've ever seen? <sighs> well, I, I did watch one on Fleetwood Mac in Welsh, <laughs> which I thought was just taking my need for my need for Fleetwood Mac documentaries too far. Like, there's a great Fleetwood Mac documentary already. Or I think I've seen like one or two. They're quite good, but there was this one in Welsh, and I was just like, I cannot follow this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not. What made like, you think you could? Just the love of the love of Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> just for the love of it. The love of the Mac. Yeah, the love of the fleet. Oh dear. <gasps> no, I've seen some pretty awful ones on like, you know, fans like Blondie and things like that. There's like one good Blondie one, but then there's an awful Blondie one that's just like 
just drags the whole thing out mm. anyway but that's a totally different podcast my my music documentary <laughs> appreciation podcast um i just snorted um yeah well they point at they they touch on the fact that everybody like take the piss out of his like his hair like yeah that's this... a kind of interesting bit where it they do have this kind of justin humble lad from the tiny town in canada gifted musician passionate about music wanted to be a star work really hard work really hard met usher his journey da 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 blah 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 i'm asleep but then they do this little bit where they talk about justin's hair now if you remember that was how you would kind of imitate or make fun of justin bieber's that you had the little the mop top that was over to one side yeah and it was kind of being shaken the bieber haircut the bieber haircut yes and they have footage of him like shaking his head in slow motion as all the different people talk about his hair. Yeah, they've and got they all these clips. They've got all these clips of all the little girls just like eat one by one, being like, "His hair, his hair, I love his hair, his hair," that kind of thing. Yeah. And then they cut to this like slow mo, high definition film of Justin just shaking his hair and staring straight down the barrel of the camera to you, and it's just like so funny. I, I mean. That actually led to my favourite scene in the film, where for no reason, with no introduction, with no connection to the story at all, they cut to Snoop Dogg uh, sitting going, yeah, his hair is nice, he should get in braids though. Ha. I know. Snoop and I was like, so yeah, cool. Snoop Dogg, what? Why are you here? I mean, okay. <laughs> cool, man, I guess. I like that bit, and I like the bit where they showed Justin Bieber in a sketch from Saturday Night Live, with and Tina Fey was Talking about his hair. Yeah, yeah, Tina Fey was there. And that was it. Those were my two. Those were my two bits that I was there for. Now that I've seen those sketches and watching the Never Say Never, it makes it like funnier. Yeah, yeah. yeah Especially yeah. now that like like Justin Bieber's like trying to music be. changed. Yeah, His music changed, and uh, I think it's interesting because we all remember, of course, we were the day Justin Bieber was arrested. Oh yeah, the most handsome mugshot ever. <laughs> Just that I got bail money grin. Oh yeah, um, he uh, was arrested drag racing in Miami with his dad. Oh yeah, and interestingly, the dad appears for like two seconds in yeah, this movie. The, start of the, movie, the yeah. dad comes to a concert, cries, and then disappears again. Yeah, and it's like, oh, look at Justin and sort of his connection with his dad. But like the real story, the kind of concepts of the real family are his team, his vocal coach, his manager, his agent stage crew his mom and his grandparents his grandparents yeah and then that's basically it that's the crew mm-hmm. and the dad just doesn't appear no and then as Justin Bieber begins to grow a little perhaps he decides to welcome well, not, bad dad in yeah well like not in the movie at all like in the movie it's just left as you know his dad is there and his dad's very proud of him but it's definitely not you know with him all the time yeah. and now I just like from what we hear in the media and stuff like that like Justin's got a lot closer with his dad and they go out and party our sources tell us yeah TMZ they go out and party in Las Vegas you know a source close to the star said and um he's got these his dad has um two or three more kids now that all have like J names he's got like a Jackson Bieber and like a Jesse Bieber and things like that oh wow and um like Justin's obviously like close with his like new little like half siblings and stuff like that and um but it's like quite acknowledged that his dad's a bad influence on him and his dad like um like was involved in him going off the rails but now it's this whole new thing that he's like justin has found jesus again 
Ah, and he's been yeah, like, Justin prays a lot in this movie. Yeah, he does pray a lot in this movie. But... And there's actually an interesting bit where Justin is back home. Mm-hmm. Justin is in uh, Canada with his friends and chilling around his hometown. And the cameras are following them, like just like, hey, this is what happens on your downtime. Yeah, just relax and be natural. And he and his friends go to a pizza place and uh, he, Justin asks one of his friends to say grace. And his friends are saying it kind of a jokey way. And Justin corrects him and starts again and does like a proper grace. Uh, and I think, perhaps uncharitably, that Justin and his friends do not say grace every time they eat a pizza. Mm. And that Justin said grace in front of the cameras. Yeah. Because, you know, that was because the Because cameras. Because cameras, because that was the image at that time. Yeah. But Bridget, you and I are not beaverologists. No. Certainly I'm not. This is not a, a fever ap- epidemic. This is not a analysis of recent pop culture and history this is a movie review podcast sort yes of. yeah 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 we have a name mm. mm-hmm. mm. bridget you enjoyed the film why? why why well like like i said the first time i went to see it in the cinema i cried five times and i did actually cry a little bit again you were getting teary i saw you it just i just love watching the old film clips and i like the way the film portrays, like, how he just kind of spun out of control. Not out of control, but how just meteoric his, like, rise was. And just how he's talented and he deserves it. And I just get caught up in the whole kind of cinema of the whole thing. Like, I think mm. it's delivered to me how I like a film to be delivered. Like, yeah. it's everything I enjoy. Easily. Yeah, Simply. yeah, yeah. Like a spaghetti hoops of music documentaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I enjoy it a lot. And like spaghetti hoops in music documentaries, people give it to me thinking that because it's so simple and easy, I'll like it, but I won't, even though it's served on toast, because all I think about it is that it's ruined toast. Uh, I guess my point with that metaphor is that Justin Bieber has ruined cinema? Maybe? Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's what we can take no, from it. No, you know it. what? Like, here's the thing. It mm-hmm. actually annoys me whenever people are like, just to be ruined music. <gasps> oh. You know, like, pop. Because, like, there will always be pop music and there will mm-hmm. always be, like, a Bieber. A Bieber or a Bieber-style thing. Yeah. On which young people will people over the world. forget that David Bowie was a pop sensation. People do forget that. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. do that. I, I never have. I wake up every morning and quite... I say to myself, David Bowie was once a pop sensation. Yeah, well, it is written on your uh, bedroom wall. Yeah. And on the inside of my eyes. Eyelids, yeah. Um, Helps. <laughs> I, yeah, and like, I, I, and I resent people who are like, oh, I can't have this yeah. Bieber, you know, because, yeah. you know, not up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, basically... But also at the same time, I don't want to spend any time with them. No, I regret spending no. an hour and 45 minutes with them that I did. But like... I resent the fact that I'm encouraged to have an opinion on them. <laughs> I, resent, I resent people's bad opinions of them. I resent people's good opinions of them. I resent my own opinion of mm, them. Mm. Uh, Bridget, one word to describe how I'm feeling. Resentment. Wow. But... Were you screamed at more than you were irritated? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yes, I was definitely screamed up more than I was irritated. Was I entertained? Were you entertained? Like, did the journey of little Biebs to 16-year-old Biebs to be continued story? Like, <laughs> I'm and high. just, like, did you enjoy it? 
Were you entertained more than you're irritated? I was not. I know. I could tell it was coming. <laughs> but was it almost 50-50? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Plan. You can play. But, but like, you didn't. You, it definitely wasn't the worst reaction I've seen you to any of these movies. Wasn't the worst because, as I said, I reached a kind of uh, a pure nirvana. nirvana of apathy. But but you like the Vince Bridget. Don't don't fight this one. This is not one you will win. <laughs> it's so good. I'm glad that I get to share with you things that you like. I just know that I can't appreciate them in the same way you do. JB forever. That's all I've got to say. All right. Bridget, uh, what film will we be watching next time? Ooh, I think we'll go for maybe another John Chu uh, oh. movie. Maybe a step-up movie, I think. Oh, my God. And we've not delved into my favorite subgenre of dance movies. Oh.